Hello, this is Meghnath from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, July 29th, and the year 2020 is now 57% complete. That's right, only 43% to go till we face the next amazing year. First, some coronavirus news. The national total breached the 15 lakh mark two days after it crossed 14 lakh. Meanwhile, in the national capital, the numbers are showing further improvement, and Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has ordered delinking of hotels attached with hospitals. In some corona news from down south in Hyderabad, as many as 20 visually handicapped men living in a government hostel have contracted the coronavirus. and have been admitted to the covid treatment facility at the nature cure hospital the boarders who have tested positive say they were exposed to the hostel warden who had contracted covid-19 six others got the disease from a staff nurse in a separate instance in hyderabad a male nurse has reportedly developed covid for a second time last week the male staff nurse tested positive for covid-19 nearly a month after a previous test has declared him negative this is after he had been quarantined and treated for the infection the case has prompted concerns over reinfection among patients who had been declared clear of the disease this is the second known case in hyderabad of a previously recovered patient testing positive for covid-19 the first fleet of rafale jets has landed at ambala air base The five fighter aircrafts which were flown by Indian Air Force pilots touched base in India after covering a distance of 7000 kilometers with air to air refueling and a single stop in the United Arab Emirates. Earlier today section 144 of the CRPC was imposed on four villages close to the Ambala base on the request of the Indian Air Force. In addition the police prohibited any photography videography or gathering on rooftops near the base India had bought 36 twin engine fighter planes from Dassault for an estimated cost of 58000 crore rupees through an intergovernmental agreement signed in 2016 with France the number 17 golden arrow squadron of the Indian Air Force has been resurrected in preparation for the induction The golden arrows were raised in 1951 and have been involved in a number of significant operations throughout their history including the Kargil war. In the ongoing political rumble in Rajasthan, Governor Kalraj Mishra rejected Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot's request for an assembly session for the third time. The governor has reportedly returned the proposal to call a session on Friday with the comment that a 21 day notice is necessary. He has also expressed concern about the coronavirus situation. Chief Minister Gehlot visited the governor's house to meet him for the fourth time since the Congress rebel crisis broke out earlier this month, pushing the party's government in Rajasthan to the brink. Gehlot also visited the Congress office in Jaipur with party legislators who have been holed up in a hotel along the Jaipur-Delhi highway since the internal power struggle started. The Congress infighting has been fueled by SAC Deputy Chief Minister Sachin Pilot and backed by 18 other dissident party lawmakers. Gehlot has been eager to prove his government's majority on the floor of the 200-member House amid the Pilot faction's bid to pull the rug beneath the ruling Congress dispensation's feet. 
This is allegedly being aided and abetted by the Bharatiya Janata Party. The Union Cabinet has approved the new Education Policy (NEP). The Cabinet has also approved renaming the Ministry of Human Resource Development to the Ministry of Education. One of the significant suggestions made under the NEP is the extension of the Right to Education (RTE) for children from ages three to eighteen years. Currently, the rule applies only to students until the age of fourteen years. Thus, the new education policy aims to universalize the pre-primary education by 2025 and provide fundamental literacy to all by 2025. As per the draft NEP document released earlier, the draft NEP is based on the foundational pillars: access, affordability, equity, quality, and accountability. The draft NEP document has provisions that would provide the students with increased flexibility and choice of subjects to study across various streams of arts, humanities, sciences, sports, and other vocational subjects. In addition, NEP also aims to create a new highest regulatory body, the Rashtriya Shiksha Aayog or National Education Commission, that would be headed by the Prime Minister of India, Minister Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank. had informed earlier that the new education policy would be resolving various issues in the education sector he also said that the new policy would help the youth take up higher education more easily us president donald trump yesterday praised a doctor who dismissed the use of face masks and called her spectacular the newest comment comes after twitter took down the president's tweet where he advocated the use of malaria drug hydroxychloroquine which health experts have consistently rejected here's what happened a group of lab coat wearing doctors posted an online video on monday to make a string of inaccurate assertions about the coronavirus that contradicted official government guidelines among them was a woman who identified herself as dr stella emmanuel and said quote you don't need masks there is a cure unquote The US president tweeted a version of the video which rapidly gained tens of thousands of views on Facebook and YouTube before both companies took it down for containing false public health information. The president's son Donald Trump Jr had his Twitter account restricted by the company for 12 hours after calling the video a quote unquote must watch. At a White House press conference on Tuesday Trump expressed puzzlement over why the so-called America's frontline doctors video had been removed. Trump told reporters, "Quote, I don't know why. I think they are very respected doctors. There was a woman who was spectacular in her statements about it, but she had tremendous success with it." Unquote. But Caitlin Collins, a White House correspondent for CNN, challenged the president and said, "Quote, The woman that you said was a great doctor in that video that you retweeted last night said that masks don't work and there is a cure for COVID-19, both of which health experts say is not true. She also made videos saying doctors make medicine using DNA from aliens and that they are trying to create a vaccine to make you immune from becoming religious. Unquote. To which a visibly agitated Trump replied, "Quote: Maybe it's the same person." maybe it's not but i can tell you this she was on air along with many other doctors they were big fans of hydroxychloroquine and i thought she was very impressive in the sense that from where she came i don't know which country she comes from but she said 
that she's had tremendous success with hundreds of different patients. And I thought her voice was an important voice, but I know nothing about her, unquote. Collins followed up, but Trump abruptly wound up the press conference, talking over her by saying, quote, okay, thank you very much, everybody, unquote, and departed the briefing room. Journalists challenging the president during a press conference like this. Hmm. First world countries, I tell you. So lame. And now for some stuff from the parking lot of newslaundry.com. Remember how when the lockdown was first imposed, there were thousands of migrant citizens who were walking back home from cities. We were presented with this block perspective of helpless migrants on the streets. But there was no attempt to explore the difficult choices they had to make during the pandemic. We did just that. Yours truly, along with Anna Priyadarshini and Monica Dhanraj, have followed the stories of three migrant citizens who made some extremely different choices. One left the city but came back. The other left the city but never came back. And the third, who never left the city. Why did each of them take these decisions and how did they survive the lockdown? This and more questions answered on newslaundry.com. Do give it a read. By the way, dear listeners, have you given our flagship podcast NL Hafta a listen yet? Every week, our Kikas team consisting of Abhinandan Sekri, Manisha Pandey, Raman Kripal and Mehraj Lone discuss the week's events along with guests and subscribers of newslaundry.com. It's a long-form podcast which I'm pretty sure will help you understand the nuances of what is happening in the news. And it comes with a lot of lame jokes courtesy of Abhidandan Sekri. This podcast is currently up for free on newslaundry.com. The entire thing. But this won't be forever. Only for a few more weeks before it goes behind the paywall again. So go ahead and listen to it. No regrets. Speaking of paywall, please do subscribe to newslaundry.com and help keep independent news alive. Because only then can we ask tough questions to our government and even our Prime Minister without feeling scared. If only he'd do some press conferences. But hey, there's always a next time. So support us and become a member. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.